Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Joy and happiness. We are going to sing our anthem. We are going to declare that with God nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. As we prepare our hearts for the word. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in thankful that in 2024 I shall only take the good steps of a good man for that matter of a good woman as well every good step I take will lead me forward and not backwards this year your steps will lead you forward only and that's why we are treating quiet time amen to start the year with and all the subjects we'll be treating this year but over the years we've been treating but just want to emphasize that they are meant to take you forward. Hallelujah. Amen. Because there are steps that can take you backwards. Are you with me? Yes. 
Are you understanding? Yes. We are saying that this year, the steps that I'm taking, they are taking me forward only and not backwards. Amen. I want to pray about it. We said every good step I take will lead me forward and not backwards. Amen. So like Isaac, I will wax great. You are waxing great this year. Amen. You are waxing great in the word. Amen. You are waxing great in your service to God. Amen. I will move forward. You are moving forward in life. Amen. Amen. Your marriage is moving forward. Amen. The marriage, that you, the marriage that you have not married is also moving forward. Amen. Amen. That your relationship is moving forward. Amen. People stay in relationships and then it doesn't end where it's expected to end. Yeah. It is all those things are cancelled this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. Relationships that don't end well, they are cancelled in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every relationship of yours will end well. Amen. I say it will end well. Will Amen. Amen. He said, I will work great. I will move forward. I will grow. You are growing this year. Amen. I say you are growing this year. Amen. Your Basenta is growing this year. Amen. Your Christian life is growing this year. Amen. Your finances are growing this year. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I will expand. You are also expanding this year. Amen. I don't mean physical expansion, which most people don't like, but expansion in every aspect of your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. And become very great, and people will envy me. Hallelujah. You want to pray that this year, in 2024, you will take steps that will lead to all these great things. You are moving forward. You are waxing strong. Yes. You are becoming great. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your voice and begin to pray right now. Come on, 
steps are that of a righteous man. My steps are that of a righteous man. In the name of Jesus. prayer to the church. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. That every step that we'll take this year, every program that we'll institute this year, the messages that we'll you know, listen to this year, everything that we'll do this year will bring about steps that move forward in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that this year, the church is going to move forward and not backwards. Amen. That this year, the church will work great. Amen. The church will move forward. Amen. The church will grow. Amen. The church will expand. Amen. The church will become very great. Amen. Open your mouth and pray right now. Jesus said, I will build my church. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church is growing. The church is waxing strong. The church is expanding. In the name of Jesus. Through every step that we take. The church is expanding. Through every step that we take. The church is growing. It's waxing strong. Our percentages are waxing strong. Our percentages are waxing strong. In the name of Jesus. Malibashanda Kabe. Lebra Santo Cabrona. The church is waxing strong. The ministries are waxing strong. The masotes are waxing strong. The choirs are waxing strong. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Makani Makataya. Remember the poor is waxing strong. Our outreaches are waxing strong. Laba, Shaka, Sika, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are praying. And then finally, in 2024, I am stepping into total surrender to God. Amen. Amen. I am stepping into total surrender, surrender to God. Most of us, we say we've given our lives to God. But then we are holding our lives to ourselves. But in 2024, you're going to learn and you're going to apply how to surrender your life to God. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. I think it was one of the things that Bishop, uh, Pastor, when he was saying, said on Friday, eh? That's right. Yield. Yes. I think he used the word yield. Yes. Yielding to God. Yielding to the Holy Spirit. Yielding ourselves to God. Jesus, I'm stepping into total surrender to God. One of the things that will come about as a result of the daily quiet time is surrendering to God. When you surrender your days to God, you have surrendered your life to God. Amen. I said amen. amen. 
I am sold out for Jesus. Say, I'm sold out for Jesus. Say it, I'm sold out for Jesus. I shall not run away from God in 2024. It says, my life, my strength, my family, and my time are not my own. Amen. They are God's. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So I want to pray, final prayer, that this year, you are going to experience a total surrender. That when you say you have given your life to Jesus, it will have a meaning and it will show. Hallelujah. It will have a meaning and it will show. Jesus said, anyone who wants to come after him must first deny himself. When you deny yourself eh, and you take up your cross, you have surrendered to him. But most of us are not denying ourselves. We are leaving ourselves. We are controlling ourselves. But you're going to pray that this year you experience a total surrender yes. to the Lord. Lift your voice. Oh yes, a total surrender. Lift your voice. Pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. A total surrender to the Lord. A total surrender. A total surrender. A total surrender. Total surrender in the name of Jesus. Makala Mashakata. A total surrender in Jesus' name. Ibandele Bebe. Kabola Mare Mashika. La Brasata Cabrone. Lebala Baba. Lebala Baba. Lebala Baba. Kabushaka. Father, a total surrender, Lord. A total surrender. I surrender to the Lord. I surrender, a total surrender. Landaba, Himale. To the Holy Spirit, yield yourself to the unction of God. Yield yourself to the
we thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here to teach us your word. And bring us understanding of your word. Let your word be established in our hearts, Lord. Let none leave your presence the same. Let none leave this place the same. And I pray that Lord will continually have your presence with us. Even as we daily wait on you. Even as we daily seek your face for direction, for sustenance, for protection and for provision. We give you the glory and we give you the praise. Speak to us and let our lives be changed. We thank you in Jesus' name. Let everyone say amen. Say a better amen. And clap your hands for Jesus. You may please be seated. Hallelujah. Well, we're talking about quiet time. Amen. You know, this is our year of work. It's your year of work. It's my year of work. Hallelujah. Now, who are we working for? We are working for God. Amen. And so to work for somebody... It's very important that you have a relationship with the person. To work better for the person, you need to have a better and a deeper relationship with the person. Amen? And I think it makes a lot of difference. So this morning, still on the route on quiet time, before we talk about the, the steps and the tools and things, we also want to talk about what it really means. So I'm talking this morning about your chance for a personal relationship with God which avoids shallowness. I'm preaching from chapter 3, chapter 4 and 5 of the Quiet Time book. Amen. Because a personal relationship with God will avoid you being shallow. Amen. Going deep with God is what will bring about fruitfulness in your life. Hallelujah. Going deep with God is what will bring about what we all looking forward to this year being fruitful. Not just working and our working going unfruitful but our working becoming fruitful. And it takes a personal relation with God. It takes going deeper with God. Amen. Amen. Moving away from shallowness and going to deep with God. Amen. Amen. I was saying to the first service that there are some countries like Gambia, Senegal, and many other countries where fishing, for instance, is seasonal. You don't fish every day like we fish in Ghana. You know? And you know, fishes, they migrate to, to, to give birth. They migrate like birds. My great, they move. Just like you. Oh, yeah. Going to get better. You go to Kolebu. <laughs> you go to midwife. Nobody plans to get better at home. <laughs> Amen. But unfortunately, because we don't have any program or plan, we catch the fishes. Those who have migrated around water region, we catch them small, 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 and we eat them. Okay, that's good boys. One man thousand. But well, that's not are supposed to grow up to. They can grow more. 
Somebody was telling me that a fish, uh, a fingerling, is that what they call them? Yes. It's about six months. It depends on the fish. I was asking about catfish. It's about six months for them to develop, for you to, ready to be eaten. But we are catching day old fishes and we give, we give, <laughs> give them name. One man thousand. But you see, these fish, they're just going to breed in that area. It's supposed to migrate and grow. You know, and then they come back later after they come and give birth again. But when they give birth, they are eating the toddler fishes, the teenage fishes. Because we are not fishing in deep waters. You know, those one man thousands, they don't, they, you can't catch them, you don't get them in the deep. They just come to get around the shore, the area there. You know. <laughs> but when you go deep, you know, you don't catch a grouper on shallow waters. Amen. You know, grouper, it's a type of fish, very powerful. Guns call, call it showing. Yes, sir. Their head is big. <laughs> you know, the head alone can do a uh, light soup. <laughs> Those, you cut them in the deep. Amen? And so the sea is not fruitful. Because we just destroyed this in the shallow waters. Now when you go into mining, the places where the gold is very, very rich is deep in the earth. There is what we call surface mining. And there's what we call underground mining. Or deep mining. Amen? The deep mining, the gold is very rich. So when you stay shallow with God, you listen with God, you are not deep. Amen? You don't benefit much. Now, I don't expect that my relationship with Lady Pastor Aquili, you know, will be a certain deep. If she's my Beloved, it's just a shallow relationship. Nobody expects fruitfulness from that relationship. From a beloved. <laughs> Somebody said, but I see this. <laughs> so you don't expect fruitfulness from a shallow relationship. But that's what it's supposed to be. Whether you are, whether you are in marriage school or those of you who are in marriage school and are behaving like you are married. You are trying to go deep when you have not registered to go deep. When you have not signed to go deep. Are you with me? Look, in a church, when you're in a relationship, just feel normal. Know that you're always seen together. You know, when you are always with somebody, fondness, it brings other things. Are you with me? And that is why in this church... We don't encourage pastors. Like you are there, you are a pastor in a cathedral. You only have one secretary and you are in the place with your secretary. You know? You see office block big and you are there alone with the secretary. One person. We are encouraged to have many secretaries. Amen? So that relationship with them will be shallow, 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 shallow. Plenty shallow relationships. <laughs> but when it's just one, it becomes deep. Amen? Are you following what I'm saying? In a shallow relationship, there's nothing like quiet time. But in a deep relationship, there's quiet time. 
Because this relationship with Akwele, eh, we cannot have quiet time in front of everybody. But <laughs> when you sign to go deep, then you can have quiet time. And that's what brings about fruitfulness. Amen. And many of us, thank you very much. Clap for LP, LR. Many of us are not fruitful because we are not deep with God. It's like you have to be, we have to wound you up. You know, you have to be coerced. Always being encouraged. Prayed for. So many things have to be done before you can become fruitful. And so in this, our year of work, in order to be fruitful, you have to have a deep relationship with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's deep relationship with God, with, 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 with any relationship you have, if it's deep, that is when even greater benefits come. Like when you come to wherever you work, the security men, they don't have deep relationship with the company. That's why they are paid small. But those who are deep in the office, those are the MD sits down to discuss the strategies for the company. Those that MD looks at the review, the profits, the cash flow, they are deep in the company. So their pocket too is deep in terms of their rewards. Are you with me? So when you are deep in your relationship with God, your benefits also become deep. Hallelujah. You become very fruitful. Amen. Nobody tells you to go and do outreach or anything. Small encouragement if you need it and you see that you are moving. You know, yesterday I was around here and I saw Epi Candy and some ladies. They were coming. I said, where, where are you going? They said they came from outreach. You are waiting for what before you start the work this year? Ask your friend, what are you waiting for? I said, so ask your friend. You are waiting for a month of evangelism. There's nothing like that. Amen. Last week, Sunday, I called them and spoke to them that, look, this is what I want them to do. To my surprise, they just started already. In Ghana, we say something that, how do you say it in uh, fancy? Eh? Obanyansefo. Obunibayankanasem. This one is deep. <laughs> it means that an intelligent or, in, let me bring it to the church, a spiritual person, you don't talk a lot. You just say something and then you see the person is moving on. So I saw them coming from an outreach and they were coming to break bread. And after that, they'll have rehearsal on Saturday. Something that doesn't happen. You know, I just spoke to them once. And you could see that the leader of the group is deep. That's right. Amen. Of course, not all of you came. I don't want to do uh, begin the year with Serbia and things. Not all of you came. Amen. But you could see that somebody who is deep just hears the word. And then he becomes fruitful with it. But when you are not deep and you are shallow, you easily, you know, even check out of the church. So this year, our relationship with God is going to make us deep and it's going to make us fruitful in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21. He said, not everyone 
that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. How will you do the will of God if you don't know God? If you don't have a relationship with God? It's through your relationship with God that you will know his will. You know what he wants you to do. Hallelujah. And this year we are yielding ourselves to God. Amen. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? In thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Hallelujah. Now we don't want this to happen to us. That after we've worked, we've worked, then God says he doesn't know us. And that's why we are talking about the subject that will build a personal relationship with God. Amen. Amen. We are talking about, because you see, there's no point to work, work. You see, the Bishop said something here. See, a daily quiet time will make you have a personal relationship with the Lord. Nothing else can make you have a personal relationship with the Lord. It's a daily quiet time. A daily quiet time. When Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray, he said, give us this day, give us this day, our daily bread. Now your daily bread is anything that you need to make it today. That is your daily bread. And you need the word of God to make it today. You need prayer to make it today. You need to hear from God to make it today. Amen. One of the benefits of quiet time is that you have a successful day. Amen. And this year, you are going to have many successful days. I say you are going to have many successful days. James chapter 4 verse 8. Bible says what? It said, draw nigh unto me. In your daily work with God, you are drawing near unto me. It said, draw nigh unto me. And when you draw nigh unto God, it says he will also what? Draw nigh unto you. Amen? Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. But in your daily walk, in your daily quiet time, you are drawing near to God. The person you spend most time with, hmm, become close to the person. Isn't that the case? Yeah. That is why managers be careful. Okay? You have one secretary. It's not advisable. Take more people, some should be volunteers. So you have a lot of people that work around you. See, when you are, you are always with somebody, become fond of the person. Most guys who, my people enter into relationships, it's not their, they didn't intend to. I said, but did, did you intend to? <laughs> they didn't what? Intend to. It wasn't their intention to enter into relationship. But then us, you are relating with a person, always seeing the person, then fondness, it becomes a problem. Hallelujah. But like I said, if you have many people, you share the fondness. Fondness shared is safety fondness. Amen? <laughs> I say what? You share the fondness. So if you have four people working for you, everybody takes 25%, you have shared it. Amen? But if you have one person, 100% fondness is very dangerous. But when we're in a relationship with God, it should be a hundred percent fondness. Amen. God does not want to share that with anybody else. Just you and God. Just you and God. 
That's why Jesus Christ is said of him that a great while before day, he rose and went to the place of prayer. A great while because he didn't want anybody to be around. God said to Moses that he come to the mountains. So when you are coming, come alone. Even at the foot of the mountain, there shouldn't be any dog cry, even walking around the foot or anybody to be seen anywhere. God wants that personal relationship with us. Amen? And that's how come you have children. Because of personal relationship with your, with your spouse. Amen? Personal relationship. 100% fondness. And that brings about fruitfulness. You are going to be fruitful this year. I said you are going to be fruitful this year. Your fruitfulness will go very high this year. In the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 4. And verse 16. In Mark chapter 4, it talks about the situation. And in verse 16, it said, And these are they likewise which are sown on what? Stony ground. It's talking about sowing. Okay? You sow, it falls some on good soil, among thorns, wayside, and then what? Stony ground. Put the scripture back. Which are sown on stony ground. Who? When they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Many of us receive the word with gladness. Especially when you are shallow, whether you are shallow or you are deep, you always receive the word with gladness. When you receive the word, you have some inspiration. I mean, oh Charlie, this year will work bad. This year will work bad. I mean, that's it. You receive it with gladness. But then what happens? Next verse. And have no root in themselves. Shallowness makes you have no root in yourself. Not having constant quiet time. Not having constant relation with God. Not having a deep relation with God. Mining at the surface. Or fishing at the surface. Eh? It means that there is no deep root. So on the stony ground. Eh? The seed that has fallen there. Cannot take deep roots. Put the scripture back. And have no root in themselves. This way, they have no root at all. And so endure but for a time. Endure but for a time. Our roots and our deepness should be that of a neem tree deepness. Or a mango tree deepness. You see some of these trees that we have planted there. This one is the almond. Is it, uh, is, it, is it proper almond? Eh? African almond. Some of these trees, their roots travel. I'm telling you. <laughs> it can lift your house. When I came from Nigeria, some trees that I planted in my house, those long, is it Indian trees they call them? Hey! I found a root in the kitchen. <laughs> the other one at the back, the root was in the loo coming out of the water closet. Deep, traveling, searching for food. Even the tree has gone to the kitchen searching for food. It has gone to the loo searching for nutrients. <laughs> the tree is going deep. Is wise. And then you born again. Your root is just around you. Like a corn 
plant or a country. What do you call it? Corn plant. <laughs> it's not deep. Tomatoes, does it go deep? The surface. You can just do this and then you take it out. Go and try those trees there. At times you want to cut a tree, you want to eliminate from there. You decide even to just to leave a stamp there because it's like to eliminate this tree, it means a whole lot of projects. So you cut it and then you just leave it there like that. Some people put glass on it and say it's a table, but it's going to solve the problem. That's why you left it there. It's very deep. So when you are deep, people cannot easily destroy you. Amen? When you are deep, you don't easily get hurt. Are you understanding? Because you are taking your nutrients from various places. You don't easily get hurt. I mean, decisions that have to be taken on you, people are careful when they are taking decisions on you. That you are going to remove this tree. Oh, you have to be careful. I'm telling you. Put the scripture back. So he said that, and have no root in themselves, and so endure, but for a season. Many people leave church through heads and things because they are not deep. They are very shallow. He said, afterward, when affliction, afflictions will come, and persecutions arise for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. So when you are not deep, you become offended easily. It means that when you don't have your quiet time, you become offended easily. Yeah, that's what it means. When you are not somebody where quiet time is your habit, you become offended. Because one day you would have learned that be angry and sin not. And you may have written it in your book. We have someone who is always angry. Do not let the sun go down your anger. You may have learned it. If you have not learned it, you have heard it before. Amen? And it has gone deep into your heart. So you are not somebody who will quarrel for days, three days, you are angry with somebody. Six months, you are angry with somebody. Because of something that somebody said. You always have to be watching whether the sun is going down. When the sun is going down, sort out your issues. And that's how many Christians are destroyed. Because one of the major keys that Satan has is anger, unforgiveness. It's a great key that Satan has. And when Satan has bitterness, when Satan has your, the, the key of anger, your kid, you've given him that key. It means that he can come any time into your life. And remember, the thief cometh not but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. And you see people walk in bitterness. People walk in anger. People walk in offense. Why? Because they are not deep. They are not applying the word to themselves. They think the word is meant to be uh, preached. Or the word is meant to be shared. But not to be applied. But if you are deep. Every situation you face. You find out what is the word saying. What is the word saying. When Jesus Christ faced Satan, Satan said, turn these stones into bread. He said, ah, what does the word say about this? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So he applies it. Are you understand what I'm saying? This is somebody who is deep. You call upon what is inside of you. That is what you use. 
you are going deep this year. I say you are going deep this year. In the name of Jesus. I say you are going deep this year. Amen. Because without going deep, we cannot be fruitful. I'm telling you. We have to be followed, questioned, titles in Crete, review. When you are deep, we don't need, we don't need reviews. When you have reviews, you come in to share revelation and to move forward. That's what happens. Are you with me? Now, let me give you some symptoms of non, not having your quiet time. You can call it symptoms of shallowness. Number one, the lack of the knowledge of the scriptures. Many Christians don't know what the Bible says about many issues. Hmm? Lack of the knowledge of scriptures. You have to know what the Bible says about many issues. Are you with me? Many, many, many issues. You have to know what the Bible says. If it is relationship, you have to know what the Bible says. If it's fasting and prayer, you have to know what the Bible says. If it is eating, you have to know what the Bible says. Eh? Relationship between opposite sex, you have to know what the Bible says. Taking care of your family, relating with your spouse, all these are very, very important. And if you know what the Bible says about issues, you know, you, it, it really is a safety net for you. Amen. It becomes a safety net for you. The other day I was talking to a certain lady and, you know, she was describing a situation in the relationship and the guys abroad, she's here, you know what to do and, you know, and as she was talking, I was just wondering, what should I even tell this person? So I said, look, well, if you tell the person, look, this relationship would not work, the person will not listen to you. Are you with me? So I said, pray, pray about it. I said, what should I pray about? I said, when Jesus Christ was in the situation, he didn't know what to do. He said, Lord, thy will be done. Thy will be what? Be done. And he didn't only pray it once, he prayed it several times. Thy will be done. Three hours he was praying. He said, take this cup away. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Hallelujah. And God's will was done. Amen. I said, God's will was done. Many of us, we don't like God's will. So you are afraid that even to come and tell your pastor, oh, this is, I'm in the relationship with this person, you are afraid. <laughs> because the pastor is going to ask the person questions. When you become born again, <laughs> what do you do in church? Why should you be afraid of such a thing? You shouldn't be afraid. It's for your own safety. Say to somebody, it's for your safety. Hallelujah. It's for your safety. It is good for you. Some hide and go and marry and then later realize the marriage doesn't work. I mean, look, a lot of, since I mean, I've been in this church for these few years, there are some marriages that you could say that it's not working because I knew it would not work from the beginning. And you advise the person, you advise the person, you know, here. Within a short time of the marriage, the person raises his ugly head and says, ah. And you don't want to say, ah, I told you so. We don't, Pastor, we don't like saying that I told you so. So please help us not to say, I told you so. Amen. Help us to always say, praise the Lord. Things are working in the marriage. Not, I told you so. Are you understand what I'm saying? Number two, 
inability to quote scriptures. I just said, I just Christ quoted scriptures. In this our year of work, what scriptures are you going to work with? What scriptures are you going to work with in this our year of work? When you go out witnessing, what will you tell people? What will you tell people? You, you need to know the scriptures to tell the person. Amen? Amen? You need to know. Some scriptures you need to know. John 1, 12. You need to know it. Is that the case? Romans 6, 23. You need to know it. What do you think? Scriptures to tell somebody. Because you, you can't just go and talk, talk out of the air. You can't just tell the person about yourself. You are not telling the person about it, but you are witnessing to the person. And who are you witnessing about? You are witnessing about Jesus. That God brought him into this world. Hallelujah. That as many as receive him, to them he gave power. You have to tell the people about Jesus, not about you. So in this our year of work, what will help you is a daily quiet time and a deepness with God. Shallowness will not help you. Say, shallowness will not help me. Amen. Amen. Number three. Inability to pray for at least one hour a day. When you are shallow, you cannot pray for one hour a day. You cannot pray for long. Your prayers are very, very, I mean, you don't even pray at all. When you are deep, you pray. There's this song, The More I Seek You. There's a version which is about 40 something minutes. 43 minutes. When you put it on and you are praying, oh, you will enjoy your prayer. Amen? I say what? You will enjoy your prayer. You'll be praying, then the song is also ministering to you. Because what is the song saying? The more I seek you, the more what I find you. And the more I find you, the more I love you. And what you are also having your quiet time. In your quiet time, you are seeking God. Amen? And as you are seeking him, the song is telling that you will find him. Hallelujah. And the song is telling that when, as you find him, you also love him. Hallelujah. He said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So that these are working out for you. But if you don't do your quiet time, you don't have that, you are shallow, you don't even know the things to use. Eh? You don't know the things to use. You don't have messages to use to pray. You don't have uh, music to use to pray. Eh? It becomes very difficult. So when you are deep, you will know things. You know, there's this message there. This message is this number of minutes. This message is this number of minutes. One of the messages I enjoy most is, I think, Bishop preached in South Africa. It's in steps to the anointing. No, the anointed and his anointing. Eh? Um, what is the something of um, uh, impartation? Mystery of impartation. Ah, it's a very powerful message. Look for that message. Bishop preached in South Africa. It's in the book, one of the chapters. The mystery of impartation. I tell you, when you pray with that um, message, you will leave your prayer room knowing that the Lord is truly with you. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. You can even listen to both of them. Mystery of impartation and the more I seek you. <laughs> now at times when I'm playing only music, I feel like I'm not learning something. 
you know, well, you can just, the, the music, I tell someone, is the, is the, is the instrument that is, is switching you. <laughs> but I also want to learn something. So the music will be on the background, and the message is also there. And it can also be reading as you go along. So there are a lot of things happening. You know, when you are deep, you know these things. So I'm sharing these deep things with you so that you will know them and you will apply them. You can pray with the more I seek you for 43 minutes. You don't even realize that 43 minutes are gone. Because it's ministry to you. Amen. You can be listening to a message and Bishop is ministering. He's ministering the spirit and you don't even realize that time is going. Because in the presence of God, it's like the time becomes so short. May you this year rise up. I say, may you this year rise up. Number four, inability to lead and teach after being a Christian for two years. Many of us have to rise up and teach in this church. Amen? Amen. I say, many of us have to rise up and teach. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. He said, wherefore the time ye ought to be teachers... Ye have need that one teach you again. It means that there comes a time in your work with God when you have to rise up and teach others. It's not just pastors who teach. Amen. Wherefore the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again. You have been taught already and you want always to be taught. It gets to a time where now you will get spiritual obesity. Yeah. Because you have received, uh, you are not using it. That's why your dietitian will tell you, do exercise. Amen. Because as you eat, you eat, you don't do exercise. The food can now kill you. In the same way, as you receive the word, receive the word. And you don't use it, the word can kill you. Because you know so much that even as the preaching is going on, in your estimation, you could preach better. Which is the truth. You can preach better. <laughs> Amen. You can preach. You preach, I preach. <laughs> you teach, I teach. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I say, wherefore the time ye ought to be what? Teachers. You have need that one teach you again. It means that you have been taught and you want to be taught again. Hmm? Which be the first, put the scripture, first principles. Hmm? Which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. You've been a Christian for some time. You have to be able to handle strong meat. When you are growing up as a human being and all you do is to drink milk. Eh? At some age... Your glucose intolerance increases. So you are not able to work very well. Lactose intolerance. You are not able to handle milk properly. And that's why you easily become offended. And so the words that come out of the mouth, they are all foul words. But when you drink milk at some age, you know, you give out foul gases. You emit foul words. You emit foul gases because you are drinking milk instead of chewing meat. And your teeth will not develop because you're not even exercising your teeth. Yeah, you're <laughs> preaching, Bishop. 
He said, for when the time you ought to be what teachers, you have need. They want to teach you again. Because it gets to a time in your Christian work when there's an issue, you should be able to deal with it from the word of God. Amen. But you always have to be counseled and counseled and counseled. Ah, hey. And after the counseling, you still take your decision you have to do. You do what is in, what, what is in your mind and what is in your heart. But what is in your heart is not the word of God. What is in your heart is the word of the flesh. And you still follow. And you'll be wondering, ah, what is special about why the person ah? mm-hmm. Because the person is shallow. When you are deep, you are given a word. The word is also inside you already. Immediately you connect. And then you are moving on. The pastor wouldn't talk much. Oh, pastor is talking, I understand. And then you are moving on. Are you with me? Are you with me? Eh? Yeah. There are some two pastors here. They had issues. Prophet advised them. One of them when I think that's what Prophet speak, uh, speaking said. Bishop, I'm wrong. Bishop, I'm wrong. Then immediately he changed. The other one, he didn't change. Arguing, the bishop said, look, be careful, this thing does not destroy you. See why I mention him right now. Tomorrow he will insult me on Facebook. <laughs> bishop said, be careful, this thing does not destroy you. And he wasn't careful. Because he wasn't deep. You see, there are people, you see, we, we have the materials in the church. So somebody can preach powerfully from the materials in the church. This you think is the person's own wisdom. But it's wisdom from what he has received from his father. Which is a great thing. But I'm saying that the word is not just meant for preaching and teaching. The word is meant for application. So when do you apply the word? You are, you are not teaching. You see, that's the problem too, why people don't have their quiet time. Because if you have a group who you teach, oh, you always be looking for something to tell them. Yeah. But, but you, don't have, you don't do anything in the church. Eh? Where for the time you ought to be teachers, you have violated that scripture. Eh? So there are no people who you are teaching. So it's like, what, what, what should you learn? Are you with me? Eh? What should you learn? But if you also, on a weekly basis, Teach people. Oh, you'll be looking for something to learn. Yeah. Even if there's a prepared message there already, you, you, you learn it before you come and teach them. Very important. And that is why in this our year of work, you have to do something in church. Say to anybody, you have to do something in church. Number five, the lack of interest in Christian books and tapes. Shallowness doesn't make you be interested in books. The books are there. Modern marriage is there. You're having challenges in your marriage, but you will not refer to it. You're having challenges in your relationship, you will not refer to it. But the books are there. Eh? Your, 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 uh, what do you call it? Your basenta is not growing, but the books are there. They say, go and start church. You will not read um, how to what? How to start a church. You will not read church planting. And then you go and start a church. So if the church does not grow, it doesn't do well. I mean, who do who, who you have to blame? You are not interested, but you must be interested. Amen? I say you must be interested. Hallelujah. You must be interested. Amen? This, our year of work, 
There's a book called Born Again. If you go and read the book, Born Again, you'll see something inside. How to preach salvation. It's a book that you, you have to sleep by it this year. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a book for, uh, for crusades. It's a book for funeral services. It's a book for the church. Eh? And every December we pray from that book. Every December. How to preach salvation. In your year of work, what work are you doing? You are going to lead people to Christ. How to preach salvation is one of the books that you will read. At least to know some things that you can say. Some things to arm yourself with. To make you fruitful. Number six. Inability to worship God. That's why you don't even know. You don't even come to church early. To worship God. Number seven. Inability to fellowship regularly. Fellowship how? Regularly. John 1, 7. 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light, as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another. If you don't love fellowship, it means that tell you, you're walking in darkness. You don't love the fellowship of the brethren. Yeah. Eh? If you don't love, that's why when people are not, you know, um, executing their marital obligations, eh? there's always a suspicion that the person is having an affair somewhere. Most definitely. <laughs> when you're not fulfilling your marital obligations, eh? um, Reverend, I would say more often than not, it's likely you're having an affair. Yeah. Because you are there with your wife. You're not knowing your wife like Abraham knew his wife Sarah. And then, I mean, it means that you're knowing somebody somewhere where you should be knowing. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why I say that, but if we walk in the light, as the light, we have fellowship with one another. You have fellowship with what? One, one another. So when we are deep, we we'll have fellowship with one another. Because you are deep, I am deep, we can have fellowship. Because we are both walking in the light. So if somebody is walking in the darkness, you cannot have fellowship with the person. And a lot of us walk in darkness. So we are not open. Nobody knows what you do. Eh? Nobody knows where you live. Nobody knows much about you. When they come to visit you at home, say you are not there. There are members like that. When you go to visit them, they are not there. Eh? He says, you, you know, they are always not at home. So where are you? Oh, I'll, I'll call you back. <laughs> when you see people like that, it means that there's something wrong. There is something wrong. This year, you are going to develop a deep relationship with God. That is what will bring about fruitfulness in your life. Amen. I said amen. amen. In the beginning, I told you, shallowness does not bring about fruitfulness. Amen. Shallowness does not bring what? When you hold the hand of your beloved, which is all that you are supposed to do. Even the hand, cry, don't hold it too much. Eh? Things cannot, I mean, you cannot be fruitful. She cannot give birth, she cannot get pregnant when you are just holding her hand or talking on the phone. That is shallow. But when you go deep and you sign, then you can go deep. 
then with that one, what? Fruitfulness comes in. Hallelujah. So this year, you are going to go deep with God. Because we are all signing that we are going to go what? Deep with God. And that is what will bring about fruitfulness. Because we cannot go to the end of the year and say it's our year of work. And then we don't have any evidence. Bishop talked about evidence. Jesus Christ said, the evidence, evidence are what is there. You need to have evidence at the end of the year. The deep one in terms of the marital relationship is the pregnancy. Is the evidence. Hallelujah. The evidence. Somebody says the evidence of my strong. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you understand what I've taught you today? Eh? That this year in our year of work, shallowness will not make you fruitful. You go to the end of the year, you realize actually, there's nothing. I mean like zero. Eh? Like last year. Cast your mind back. Last year was it zero? Rex, your fellowship is deep, deep. <laughs> eh? You see, the fellowship has to work before other things also work. Do you understand what I'm saying? Eh? It goes in, all in tandem. Let <laughs> two of us understand what we are saying. Hallelujah. You are going to be fruitful this year. I say you are going to be fruitful this year. Will you not be happy if at the end of the year you come and introduce somebody to Bishop Bishop This is my sheep. I, I, I went witnessing and he gave his life to Christ. You know, it's now with the instrumentalists. Will you not be happy to do that? Eh? I'm asking you a question. Don't look at me sheepishly like that. <laughs> because since you joined the church, you have never done that. Eh? Angela, you are feeling sleepy. <laughs> you are doing MBA. <laughs> hallelujah I said hallelujah it's our year of work I said it's our year of work we are going to go deep with God I said we are going to go deep with God I said we are going to go deep with God deep calleth unto deep I said deep calleth unto deep it is in the deep waters that you fish the grouper and the big fishes not Ketasku boys they can't go to the deep Amen. You want to draw close to God. He said, draw close, draw now to God and he will draw now to you. Resist the devil and he will flee. Hallelujah. So as you go deep with God, it becomes automatic. Fruitfulness becomes automatic. Have you not been working in the church? You've been working, but it's not fruitful. <laughs> but when you go deep with God, eh? just like marital commitment, you go deep with God, then realize automatically you are yielding fruits. That shall be your story this year. So that shall be your story this year. In Jesus' name. Amen. Rise on your feet. The more I seek you, the more I find.
share your quiet time with somebody. Amen? You see, we always see somebody, all they talk about is, hey, one phone. Why can see? African cap. African cap. Hey, That's all. But not to say, that, oh, I learned this thing this morning. Or this thing really blessed me today. You see, that's the habit. You see, the more you teach something, the more it sticks to you. Are you with me? When you share something, you realize even as you are sharing, eh, the Holy Spirit will still be giving you more things. More things. There are things that you learn that you don't even know that you have learned them. They are inside there. But as you are sharing, they are kind of so we should we should we should develop the habit of sharing with somebody something that you learned. Hallelujah. You don't know what good the thing will do to the person. This morning after somebody came to tell me, it was just not giving. I said, what for? He said, she has given me a testimony. I think I wasn't here. He said, I wasn't here when she gave me a testimony. He said, the preaching, something I said in preaching, eh, made her get a job. He said, she was paying tight of like 500. Now she pays tight of 1,500. <laughs> and he was saying something that, I, a word. A word. Not, not, not uh, something about me, but a word that was shared. Are you with me? Because the word has life. And there are many people who need that life. The Bible says the word became flesh and dwelt amongst men. So the word shined in the darkness. So a word that you will share, somebody's having challenges, a dark um, cloud is around somebody, a word that you will share, a quiet time that you will share. You'll be amazed what did you do to the person. And always remember that it's more blessing to give than to receive. It's not only money. To give, anything you give. When you are sharing something, look, when you are sharing, you are even becoming more blessed. Because it's the Holy Spirit that ministers through you. And so as you are sharing, you learn. There are many times I'm preaching and I say this, I've never, I say, wow, did I say this? It's like I learned it whilst I was talking and I said it and then it blessed and benefited me. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Like this morning, the quiet time was about what? A shepherd. Is that not the case? Yes. I was a shepherd. A shepherd, a leader. So, Men and brethren, just making a time. At times, people's shadows are, but you can make it if you want to make it. Amen. Many people have not acquired it as a habit, so it becomes a challenge. But I'm saying to you that to become fruitful, it is something you need to become fruitful. To get closer to God, have a better relationship with God, go deeper with God, is something you need. So it's not an optional thing. It's an essential something. It's a requirement to be close to God. It's a requirement to be fruitful. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Just lift your hands and pray that they for a minute the Holy Spirit will help you. Help you this year. Help me this year. Help me this year.
Over the years, I tried, I failed, I tried, but help me this year. Because I want to draw closer to you. I want to seek you, Lord. I want to find you. I want to love you. I want to be fruitful this year. And the key, Lord, is to draw closer to you. The key, Lord, is to seek you every day. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. When we're in primary school, we learn, or we're not primary school, I mean Sunday school. The best book to read is the Bible. So if you didn't go to Sunday school, so the best book to read is the Bible. The best book to read is the Bible. If you read it every day, it will help you on your way. So the best book to read is the Bible. These are songs. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Don't, don't, don't make it. Uh, you, see people, you see people are marching and they are forgetting that we are, it's a message that we are, we are sharing. Read your Bible. Pray. Yeah, focus on the matches. You don't play the drums. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day. If you want to grow. If you want to grow. If you want to grow. Hallelujah. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. physical when you grow then you have your life you have your own house your own room or whatever the more you grow the more you become happier certain independence is that the case but when you are not growing you are in your father's house hey don't touch it hey go and sleep <laughs> so in the realm of the spirit too there's always instructions coming towards you because you are not growing but when you grow others oh, hey hey there's, don't do the sit here stand there Wear this, wear that. Come home early. Why, why are you late? Now when you sleep in town, when you grow sleep in town, nobody say, hey. Yeah, because you have grown. So in the same way, in the realm of the spirit, when you don't grow, your life is being controlled. You are being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Because you are not growing. Amen. There's a song I'm trying to remember. Something to trust and how does it start? When we walk with the Lord. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word what a glory he sheds on our way while we do his good will he abides with
we have to trust God that his word is what it says it is and obey it then you'll be what? happy hey people are sad because they don't work with the Lord they don't work say, in the light of his word say, what the glory it says on what? our way while we do his good will he abides whilst we work for the Lord this year the Lord will abide with you I said the Lord will abide with you I said the Lord will abide with you he abides with us still come on trust and obey. Most of us trust our breakfast more. Most of us trust our dressing up more. Most of us trust our makeup more. Most of us trust other things more. Most of us trust our work more, our company more. But at the end of the month, they will pay you. Most of us trust all those things. But don't remember that things have been failing. Whoever will dream that treasury bills, Ghana treasury bills will fail. Have you ever thought of it? That treasury bills in Ghana will fail? The most secure investment. When I was working in Takradi, in Kames, one particular year, my investment that I did in treasury bills, because the company has excess cash, was far more than the profit the company made through selling the limestone. Oh, yes. Fantastic was more, more than five times more. Treasury bills. Actually, treasury bills are failing. <laughs> so all things will fail. All things will pass away. But God's word. God's word. So brothers, let us secure ourselves in God's word. So we receive the favor that it comes with it. So that he will shed light on our way. There's so much darkness around us. So much darkness. You meet people, their head is full of darkness. I'm telling you. You are a young man. One young, you are not married. You should be doing your quiet time more than the pastor. Because you are not married. Because men are looking, look. They are praying around like hungry lions. There's something that Pastor Richie shared on the pastor's chat. Those of you who have not listened, listen to it. If you listen to you, you pray more as a pastor. And I'm telling you, young men, young women, not only young men, even married men, there is some woman after you. So you don't have your quiet time. And rely on your... One day, one woman told me, I was waiting for my children to grow, then I'll come for you. I was afraid. I met her in Takrade, Obuasi Takrade. Lord, I've not seen her for many years. She said, hey, you, you run away. He said, I've not forgotten you. I'm waiting for my children to grow. One day, I was in Teshin, and I was preaching. And I preached, I gave this window something. Not this thing, particular thing that she said, but I gave a window about, you know, these women, men. This is, not knowing she was in a service. 
In fact, I said to her, she asked me one day, are you afraid of me? I said, yes, I am afraid of you. That time I was in back riding. Back riding is a very dangerous place. Though. There are good things there, but it's also very dangerous. You can ask Reverend Pay, he will tell you the dangerous thing that he has done before he was born again. So the woman, because she read it, I was just avoiding. They said, Are you afraid of me? I said, Yes, I'm afraid of you. So I, get, I, I was advising the church and I said this thing, not knowing that I've been invited to church. She wasn't coming. Not knowing that day she had come. I didn't know she had come. After service day, she appeared. Hey, you, you were talking about me. <laughs> I said, You, you were talking about me. I said, Yes. <laughs> I didn't know you. Otherwise, I would have come and stood by you and even said it. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's quite time. One of the benefits is that it will give you a successful day. Amen. Amen. Your day will be successful. But there are so many things that happen in the day that I'm telling you. If not that day is quite time, the previous days or something, you know, and when Joshua was advised to meditate on the bed day and night. What you learn in the morning, continue on it. Continue the whole day. Decide that by the end of the week, at least, even if it's two scriptures that you're able to quote by the end of the week, by the end of the year, it will be 100 scriptures. Are you with me? I would say, I would say, go seven. Two. Just two. I mean, just one, you know, some of them are sweet, sweeter than others. You know, it's all with the word of God. Some of them are sweet for you more. Is that the case? So, at least, go on it, go on it, go on it, meditate on it. If you go beyond day and night and go to the following day too, meditate on it. I'm telling you, you will need it. You will need it one day. Hallelujah. Just thank God. The Lord, this year. Thank you, Lord. Just for one minute. Lord, I want to seek you this year. I want to draw closer to you. I want to go deeper with you. Deeper than ever before, Lord. Yes, this year. I want to go deeper with you. Draw me deeper. Yes. I want to go deeper with you. Deeper with you, Lord. Deeper with you, Lord. Fruitfulness will be evident this year. 
deeper, Lord, to love you more and to draw closer, Lord. To desire to seek you every day. To desire to wait on you every day. To wait on you, Lord. Not to wait on any other person, but to wait on you. The Lord will say that this year we developed that great habit, that wonderful habit of having daily quiet time with you. every eye closed and every hand down. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. All these things you are talking about, I don't know how to do it. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. The Bible says, I shall come to pass that anyone who will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You may say, ah, Pastor, I don't know how bad things I have done. It doesn't matter. He said, anyone, anyone who will call upon the name of the Lord. God is extending his love towards you this morning. And this afternoon, he's saying that, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God wants to give you rest. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Everybody on our feet, everybody on our feet, except you can't stand. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are. Just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, I'm the person, I'm the one. I want you to pray with me. Lift your right hand quickly. God bless you. Lift it very high. I want to see it where I am. Lift your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I don't want to die and go to hell. Pray with me. You have lifted your hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me. Just come to me.
congregation stretch forth your hands towards them and just begin to pray. Begin to bind Satan. Begin to bind Satan. Begin to bind Satan. That his work, his hold on their lives is broken now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, pray that any hope on anybody's life, the Bible says that it cometh not but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Anybody here who Satan wants to terminate your life this year, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I rebuke you and I command you to take your hands off. I command you to lose your hands. To take your hands off and to lose your hands. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Those in front here, I want to pray with you. Make it your own prayer. I'm only leading you. I'm only leading you. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Make it your prayer. I'm only leading you, okay? Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lift your hands. You are surrendering to Lord. Many years ago, I took that decision and I prayed that prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. Who died for me. Who died for me. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you. And I ask you. To please forgive me. To please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. All the bad things that I've done. All the bad things that I've done. All the things that I have done. All the things that I have done. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Say please wash me. Please wash me. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Please wash me. Please wash me. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Please mark me. Please mark me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Say, Satan. Satan. I will not serve you again. I will not serve you again. I will not listen to you again. I will not listen to you again. I will listen to God only. I will listen to God. Only. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Please help me. Please help me. To be a strong Christian. To be a strong Christian. To be a good Christian. To be a good Christian. Help me. Help me. To come to church. To come to church. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. I need you. I need you. Help me. Help me. Thank you. Thank you. For saving me. For saving me. Thank you. Thank you. For sending help to me. For sending help. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I thank you for these ones. I break the hold of Satan. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I break the hold of Satan. Upon anyone here anyone hearing the sound of my voice. If any of them, Lord, has been committed knowing or unknowingly into any deity, any covenant with the evil world, in the name of Jesus, I break it now. I mark each and every one of them with the blood. I mark them with the blood. So that when Satan or agent of Satan comes because of the blood, he will not have access to them. I pray, Lord, that their lives will become beautiful. Their lives will become transformed. Just like the testimony we watched. 
that in a few years time they will not be recognized because of your work that you have done for them I thank you and I give you the glory in Jesus name say amen say amen say amen how old are you? 14. Yes, I was like you when I gave my life to Christ. What's your name? David. Wow. You become very powerful. What's your name? Frank. How old are you? Hmm? 13. You were 13 last year. This year, what date? 31st. What August? 30 August. That was last year. We are in 2024. So it was last year. So this year it'll be 14. Wow. God will bless you and God will use you. Amen. Come to church every Sunday. Amen. Don't wait for somebody to come and call you. Come to church. Bye and bye. Bye and bye. Bye and bye. Bye and bye. Surprise. What God will do in your life. I want my pastor here to talk to you. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.